Welcome to the Momfully You podcast. I'm your host, Chastity Holcomb, a trauma therapist, a fellow high-achieving mama, and after years of my clinical experience helping hundreds of people recover from unhealthy family cycles, I'm here to help moms transform what it means to be an emotionally healthy mom in your family. I believe the generations shift when moms heal. So on this podcast, I'm going to walk you through how to do it all while honoring God in the process. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's lean all the way in. So I don't know about you, but when it comes to navigating the hurt from my family or my parents, even what I hear from my clients, there's always this conflicting emotions, right? There's like, on one hand, you have the positive. It wasn't all bad. There were times where you did quite literally experience joy or happiness, or you felt connected, or you felt um, very in tune to your family, your parents in particular. And they did provide, right? They they provided you shelter and food and clothing and maybe even some experiences that opened you up to the world and you're like, that was cool, right? And maybe they even did break some cycles. Maybe you hear a little bit about um, what they went through when they were children and you're like, girl, spare me. Get somebody else to do it. I'm okay, that's cool. I don't wanna go through that, right? So you're like, they did a few things that felt right. It wasn't all bad. And then on the other hand, you have the hurt, right? Even though it wasn't all bad, there were some hurtful things that happened or there were some hurtful things that didn't happen that are unsettling to you right now as you become a mom, as you um, are functioning in your marriage, as you're just like adulting, right? And you reflect on these things and you're like, ah, I kind of wish that didn't happen or I kind of wish more of this did. You know what I'm talking about? Those instances where um, it stings when you hear about it or you read about it, you see certain truths that ring, um, vibrate throughout your heart, right? When you see an Instagram post or you hear something on a podcast, you're like, that's my story. And a part of you doesn't feel like you're validated to um, speak on that because there is the positive. So you're kind of stuck. You're stuck in these conflicting emotions and quite literally, like myself and my clients have gone through, you don't know what to do with it. So today I want to talk about kind of three things that I want you to ponder on that I hope will bring some relief to you. I know that in all of these years of doing this work, um, there are folks that come to me that they, they know about the hurt that has happened and they own it. There's some folks that come to me, they know about it, but they deny its impact, right? And then there are other people that just are clueless, right? We've kind of talked about those categories before, but wherever you sit in those categories, wherever you sit on your conflicting emotions, because as we grow and we get older and we adult more, maybe when you were a young adult, you were more angry. You were more like, Uh, I know that this was hurtful. I have seen how other folks have told me about their family relationships and mine ain't it. 
And so now you got the side eye to all your family. Maybe you cut them off for a while and now it's just like you're maybe in relationship with them more. Or now you're at the point where you're like, "Mm, I'm thinking about, I want to distance myself. Like wherever you are on the spectrum, I think the things that we're going to talk about today are going to be helpful. As we talk about the power of also when you're navigating this hurt from your childhood. Okay. So we think about also the meaning and the definition of that is quite literally in addition to. So we hear a lot of times like two things can be true at the same time. The mm, nuance behind true is that everyone has their own truth, right? You can tell your part of the story. A sibling of yours can tell their part of the story. Your parents can tell another part of the story. Your neighbor down the street can tell another. And they're, they're all different, but they can be true to that individual. And a lot of times we want people to validate our truth. You are right. You feel that way. That's okay. I understand. I get it. It makes sense. Yes. Give me a hug. I love you. I'm sorry. Right. We want people to validate our truth, what our version of the story is. And in reality, we all have different versions of the story. We all have our different truths. But here's what we can um, maybe not necessarily trade out because I think, you know, what you feel and you're very validated in your experience. But I think instead of only saying two things can be true or the opposite of that is just like only one thing can be true, right? Only your parents can be right or only the child can be right. It's saying also, These things were in place. Also, it was hurtful, right? So three things, and I'm going to walk through them pretty quickly today. So the first one is, and I hear this a lot, is my parents were not abusive. My parents were not abusive, so I don't have the room or the margin or the place to say that it was hurtful. They're people. They make mistakes. They're human, right? And that is true, Also, there are many levels to abuse. There are many levels to neglect. There are many levels to harm. It doesn't have to fit the narrative that we hear a lot of times in order for it to be validated as hurtful or harmful to you. So when you think about You know, you didn't have maybe the big T, what we call big T trauma, big T, you know, sexual abuse, emotional uh, abuse to to a certain sense where you're very criticizing and manipulative in an out overt way, Um, neglectful. You had all the food on the table. You had um, clothes on your back. You had shelter, all the things that gave you, for the most part, outwardly a good life. Right. So maybe you don't have that big T trauma, but even the small T trauma, the little T trauma of the um, consistent disconnection from your parents emotionally, the feeling like you don't really have a place in your family, like you're the black sheep, like something's wrong with you, something's off. Why did my dad leave when I was so young? Was it something that I did? There's holes in your hearts. There's kind of these equations that you're trying to put together on your own, especially as as a, at a young mind and age that can be, exceptionally confusing. But now you're at this age, it's like, well, people make mistakes. People get divorces, right? People walk away. People yell every now and again. People say things they don't mean. That's what families do. But do they? Maybe they do, right? But that can, that can have happened. It could have happened that they weren't overtly abusive. Also, 
it still could have been hurtful for you to walk through and be a part of a family where you felt like you were tolerated instead of celebrated for who you are. Like you felt like maybe you got on your family's nerve. Maybe they didn't yell at you and call you names, but they didn't celebrate you either. So sure, they didn't do some of those what we initially think of abusive things, but also the things that they did and didn't do could have also been hurtful. It's okay to admit that. It's okay to uh, feel that, right? The other thing I hear a lot, um, particularly in my private practice and coaching clients, is that you know one or both of your parents suffered from a mental illness, right? Maybe they were diagnosed with bipolar, schizophrenia, depression, anxiety, right? They were, they had these diagnoses. Maybe they took medication at some point. Maybe they didn't. And when they didn't, you could tell it was evident in the shift in dynamics in the family when either of these, either or both of these parents were um, having an episode or um, were not receiving the proper treatment for them. And you know what? Let me just stop and say that that's hard. As a child to witness your parent in a lot of ways, be out of control or feel helpless or hopeless is hard. It may have made you feel responsible. I love this person. How can I not step in and be the big sister that fixes all the meals and gets the rest of the siblings together? How could I not make sure that that my mom had everything she needed before she went to work? How could I not keep the things that were happening at school, the bullying, the chastisement, the mean things that were happening to you? How could you bring that up to your parents if they had their own struggles? Surely your struggles were incomparable to theirs. That's a hard thing to walk through. And so that that is real, right? To to be in that position where either or both of your parents have a mental illness or they um, have an addiction to something, for you to have to navigate that as a child never should have been the case, but it was. And so there's this level of empathy that you have. Almost this, like, I feel sorry for them. I want better for them. I want them to know that there's someone on this earth that loves them because they've lost all of their friends. Right. Or everyone in the family makes fun of them for being this particular way. So I have to be the one that shows them that they're lovable and they're valuable. X, Y, Z. I have to fill in that gap. And so then as an adult, though, you struggle to to let go of this sense of responsibility in everybody else's life. If you're not the hero stepping in and taking charge and and, you know, making sure everyone has everything that they need and you are left in the shadows, if it's hard for you to let that narrative go and it's burning you out, it's um, depreciating your sense of health, emotional, physical, all the things, right? That is the negative impact from having that experience. So yes, your mom, your dad, your parent or caregiver probably suffered a mental illness. Also, it was hurtful for you to have to navigate that as a child. And even hurtful for you to have to navigate that as an adult. 
also, right? They had their truth of struggle. You also had your truth of struggle also, right? The third one is your mom, dad, or parent, caregiver did the best that they could. And I feel like, you know, this kind of coincides to like they, at least they didn't, (laughs) at least it wasn't that bad, right? Like they did the best that they could. Maybe they didn't have a, a lot of money and they made it do what it do. Maybe they didn't have a lot of resources or a lot of connections and somehow, you know, they made it work. And, and in that, there might be a part of you that feels like you have to be grateful for any and everything that comes your way. If it happens to you, if it happens through you, then you have to have this level of gratitude because if you don't have this level of of gratitude, then someone's going to go off. Don't you know how hard I've worked to get you this? And you want to be ungrateful and bratty about this little shirt that you don't have like your friends, right? And maybe that seems top level, like a petty example, but over and over and over again can really embed this. I must stay small. I must be always appreciative, always consider other people's feelings and thoughts ahead of my own, right? So this kind of self-sacrifice, I'm good. Just give me the bare minimum and I won't complain. I won't even ask. And so I have clients um, that struggle to, one, identify what they need and express what they need. And past needs, we get to wants, right? Not just bare minimum what you need, but what do you desire? What dreams do you have towards fill in the blank? And they struggle to articulate that because over and over and over again, they've been taught and conditioned, you need to be grateful for what you have. How dare you ask for anything else? Because I'm doing the best I can, which is true. They probably did the best they could. They probably gave you the best they had. Also, that could have been hurtful for you to hear that type of narrative over and over. And that it has now impacted you in a way of, you know, you're in this point of your career or maybe you've even built your own business and you are financially stable and you struggle with allocating money. As soon as you get it, you want to spend it out. I I can't touch it because I don't know, my my parents didn't have a lot and I don't know what to do with this. And so I I have to spend it all. And then when when the bank is zero or we got a little bit left, then I feel more comfortable because that was the conditioning. That is how things just were. And that's not necessarily a bad thing or a blaming thing on your parents. None of this is. That, that was just the dynamic, right? And so there could be a lot of shame around you advancing, but some of your family members not. Let's talk about that. You changing, having um, resources that maybe your family didn't, and you feeling embarrassed, ashamed, guilty, which could put you in the seat of taking care of your family, right? Which isn't a bad thing to help your, your family out, right? Um, but sometimes if that's done out of a place of guilt or shame or fear that you're going to be seen as Miss Goody Two-Shoes or somebody who has changed, um, it can be hurtful to you. I hope that this is validating in the sense of you can you can have a good childhood or 
a childhood that was without big T trauma and struggle with these conflicting emotions of I had this, it wasn't all bad, this did happen, and yet I still feel a little stingy. And I can't necessarily explain where this stingy is coming from, but it's there. And what you're saying, Chastity, I feel, <laughs> you know, like, hmm. I just want to validate that that, that is, uh, that's common. And it's hard to be in that messy middle. It is a part of the healing journey, though, that you recognize those conflicting emotions. And it's not to say that, you know, you have to pick one. Either you be mad and angry and you sit in your hurt or you be positive and shiny and Jesus paid it all. You don't, that's not what this is about, right? It's just the acknowledgement that those exist because that's a human natural way after experiencing some of the things that you have. That is quite common, quite common, quite natural to have these conflicting um, emotions, right? So I hope today's episode did just that for you <laughs> and you were able to walk away from this having your own now version of also when you start to think about um, the relationship that you're trying to build with your children, the legacy you're trying to build with your children and your family, but you look back on yours and there's a little bit of a stinginess there, but you're also like, but, but all these other things were there, right? You allow yourself to be in the middle. You allow yourself to acknowledge both sides without diminishing the other. Um, and that, that that can be true for you also today. So as always, thanks for stopping by to chat with me today. I hope that you come back again so that we can do it again. But until then, take care. <laughs>